Hey everybody, and God bless you. Welcome to the Church of Jubilee podcast. My name is Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. I am the pastor of Church of Jubilee, and I want to welcome you to the Church of Jubilee podcast. I pray that you're blessed by this week's message, that you may take it, seal it, sow it, do whatever you have to do so that in time it will reap a harvest in the name of Jesus. We have all been predestined. Just so you know, you have been called for a greater purpose. There is something inside of you that God wants to use. There is a special calling inside of you that God wants to take and use to bless someone else's life for his honor and his glory. And I pray that as you listen to this message, that you reflect on that calling. And perhaps it's been some time since you've been able to just feel the Lord and feel the calling that you've had. Well, I've come to encourage you that you have been predestined to a calling. And I'm praying for you. And as a church, we want you to know that we will be here to love you and help you to get on your way to get to the calling that God has called you to. I pray that this week's message bless you in Jesus' name and share it, please. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Hit the subscribe there button and share it with those you know who need to hear this. I pray that your calling may be revealed ever in the name of Jesus. God bless you. This is Pastor Jonathan. I'm going to jump right in. We want to welcome you. If you are following through Facebook Live, welcome to the Church of Jubilee. Welcome to our service. Uh, we welcome you and greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, if you are here in person, welcome. Welcome back home. Amen. Uh, welcome back to your home. This is your home. This is God's home. And all are welcomed. Amen. All are welcome. Hallelujah, Jesus. As you are standing, let's jump right into the Word. I want to keep the Spirit of God moving. Um, because he's moving, and not that I move him, but he's moving. Amen. I want you to ask that you, that you open your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. I believe the Lord has given me this message today. And seeing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit just right now is going to sit just right where God wants this message to be. To the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 4 through 6. When you have it, say amen. Hallelujah. The book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 4 through 6. give you one more chance the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verses 4 through 6 the word of God reads as this just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined everybody say predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of His grace by which He has made us accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. You may have your seats giving glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Look to your neighbor and say, I am predestined. The name of my title I've entitled it today is, the message is a predestined calling. A predestined calling. You may be thinking, what in the world does predestined mean? According to the dictionary, it means to decree in advance. 
It means to set aside. Hallelujah. And you got to think about that word for a moment because if you don't get this beginning part, the rest of the information that comes next may not be as significant as it needs to be. Predestined means being set aside, being put aside, being, be, being already on somebody's mind already. And that mind was the mind of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And it's saying to decree in advance, meaning saying, I am in declaring in advance that so-and-so, this person, that person, this, this little kid, this little girl, they're going to be used by God. They're going to be used for my honor and my glory, God says. This is what the predestined means. means it was nothing that you could have done. It means that you have already been in an existence in the mind of the creator. Hallelujah. You have been existing in his mind since the day before he even formed you. Hallelujah. So how many feel and know who they are in Christ? How many of you know who you are in Christ? How many of you know that upon your life there is a purpose? Amen? How many feel like you've been called? Think about that for a moment. How many of you feel that you, you know you've been called, but you kind of like, ah, well, I mean, have I been called? Have I been, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Scripture states that before we were even created or in existence, God knew us. I want you to capture something real quick. You are not a mistake. Did I need to repeat that again? You are not a mistake. You have never been a mistake. The world might say you're a mistake. The world might call you a failure. They may call you a drug addict. They may call you a drunkard. They may call you a party animal. They may call you a prostitute. They may call you an adulterous person. But you are no mistake. Let me just be there. Be very clear. Because before the earth was formed, there was a God who sat on his throne saying, I know that one day I'm going to need I'm going to need the blessing and the testimony of brother Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Hallelujah. And I know he's not going to be a perfect person but I know that when I come into his life he is going to be perfected hallelujah predestined a predestined calling meaning that I'm already predestined for greatness hallelujah how many of you know that you are predestined for greatness you sit in the church and maybe you haven't noticed it. Maybe you think you're the bench warmer of the church. Well, I got news for you today that God doesn't want bench warmers, amen? God wants you to step into your calling, to step into what you've been predestined, to step into what history has already been written about you in the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. Amen? But I believe that some of us have been defeated. We, we sit there with a the defeated mindset saying, it's because I've done so much against God that I don't have a chance and that he's going to consume me and, 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 I, and I, can't, I can't be forgiven for what I've done because, Pastor, you don't know what I've done. I've done some ugly things. I don't have to know what you've done. Because I know there was a God who thought about you who said, I'm going to die on a cross so that you can have a life. Hallelujah. So that when you messed up in those moments you messed up, you could come back with open arms and say, God, I need you right now. And you know what God says? He says, come on to me, ye who are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. He knows us. Before we were appointed, Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. 
Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Now he was speaking to Jeremiah in there. But the word of God is for us. And the promises are for the people of God. Hallelujah. So if he was speaking to Jeremiah, you can be best be assured that he was speaking about your life today. So more the reason you should get up there, clap your hands, give glory to God. Because you know that you had purpose. Your purpose is in the church to uplift the name of Jesus, to empower the body of Christ, to help someone in need, to reach the lost, hallelujah, to strengthen the body, to strengthen the gospel of, the, of Christ, and to go take it into the nations, hallelujah. Oh, but some of us don't believe that we've been called by the Lord Almighty. We, we, we think that well, we're just going to be okay just sitting in the pews. Hallelujah. We think we're okay with just being average Christians. What are you doing for God? You, you have an anointing upon you. What are you using that anointing for? Because if you don't use it, the enemy goes, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take your anointing. Come on with me. Come on with me. I'll show you your anointing. And he robs you. But you must know that there is something that, that you, you know, you have to understand that, that the greater the struggles that you go through in life, the greater the blessings are upon you. Hallelujah. I know that's kind of messed with your mind. You're like, oh, man, really? So that means I got to suffer a lot? I'm not saying you have to go put yourself in a situation where you suffer. But what I want you to know is that the greater your struggle, the more you, you encounter adversity, the more you ain't going to run into problems, is the more that you're going to keep going back to God. And every time you overcome a struggle, a challenge, a painful memory in your life, God says, here's your blessing. Here's the reward. And it's stronger than it, what it was before. Hallelujah. You have been called. You have been predestined. You are a living miracle. Do you understand that? Do you know how many things have to align for you to be born? Hallelujah. Do you understand how much, how, how crazy this world is that it's so sick and sad and full of evil that you could be driving down the street. Somebody hits you. You hit your head against the window a certain way. All of a sudden you go brain damaged. You go brain dead. Sooner or later, three days later, you end up dying because you couldn't make it out of brain recovery from your brain. Do you realize how much danger is around you? We got cycles out there that are filled with the spirit of, uh, of, the, of Satan. And, they, and you could be walking down the street. They pull out a gun and shoot you just because they, 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 they're going to rob you or something. But yet you stand here today. You sit there today in the pews knowing that there is a protector upon your life that says, You can't touch my anointed. You can't touch my people. You can't touch them because they belong to me. When I look at them, I see the blood of Jesus. And as long as I see my blood on them, I ain't going to have to worry about anything happening to them. Because I have declared that they are predestined for my purpose. You are that miracle. The calling that you have, God has set from the beginning of time. He has set you up with a calling. You, every one of you have a calling. Do you know that? You have to read that. Understand that. Don't let that go outside your ear. Listen to what I'm saying. You have a calling. And God wants you to be fulfilled in him with your calling. I say it all the time. You may be the janitor. You may be the person that walk, watches the door and greets people when they come in. You may be the person that brings water. You may be the person that just moves the chair back a little bit so they can sit down and kind of pushes it in for them. You, who knows what it is. But whatever it is, it's going to give glory to God. 
You are the miracle. You have been predestined. You have a predestined calling. Hallelujah, Jesus. And that predestined calling isn't something to joke about. Amen? It's not something to, to throw away. Hallelujah. You are heirs to the kingdom of God. In other words, you, you, are, are, you are his adopted children. So he, when he goes to heaven, he says, I have prepared a place for you in my home. All I need you to do is get there. I need you to weather life. I need you to rebuke the enemy. I need you to go rebuke the enemy out of other people. And I need you to help them set them free. Because when we all get together, what a great moment it's going to be. Hallelujah. Amen. When we all see Jesus, there's a song that says, we will sing and shout the victory. I believe that. I, I hope I can be the loudest one and all that. Just because I'm like, man, Satan, I'm going to take this, this word to you. And I'm just going to be like, get away. I'm glad that God is going to deal with you. Huh? Amen. Because I was so sick and I'm sick and tired of Satan always meddling in our business. Hallelujah. But you are predestined. You're a miracle. Hallelujah. You are a miracle that sits there today. Think about this. There's another thing I always think about. How amazing is your body that, that I mean, everything is connected. Everything, the heart pumps blood to everywhere. You can be upside down. The heart's still pumping blood to all your veins, brother. You, you, you have arteries that, that, uh, that shoot a lot of blood. Um, you have uh, creases. You have a crease in your elbow. You have a crease in your lines right here. I mean, you have creases on your forehead like me. And then when you go like this, it moves a little bit. And you're able to kind of go like, like this. You know, how, how amazing is the body that God has created? But you sit there and depressed and you think you're not anything. You sit there and you're depressed and you think that you have no purpose. The fact that you breathe today is a miracle in itself. Hallelujah. You know how much you could be dead? If God was to take his hand off you for a moment, Satan would have you in a heartbeat. <laughs> That's just the reality. It's unfortunate. Amen. There was a shooting in Pittsburgh not, uh, a few days ago. This man walked into a synagogue of Jewish people. He shot like 11 people up. You know why? Because he hated the Jews. Aren't we protected? Amen? Aren't we chosen by God? You sit here and you must understand that it is a miracle that you walk and think and sleep and play and, and speak today. Because we could easily become those 11 people that died. Not saying that God didn't protect them and all that. It was their time to go. People say, well, how, come, how, how come God let that happen? We live in an evil world. We live in a cursed world. Satan rules the, the evil part of this world. And those who don't know God are, are, are impacted by this evil world. Those who love God, they're protected. Now, I don't know, understand God's ways, and I won't even try to. I don't know why that happened and why, what was the situation as, as to who was chosen. I, I don't know that. But I know that you and I can rest assured knowing that the God that we serve is our protector. Amen? But you are predestined. You're a miracle. Hallelujah. You, you, you understand something. You got to understand one thing. I am a big believer of this. That there is something. Listen to this. There is something inside of each of you that someone needs out there. Do you understand that? So you've went through something in your life. You've gone through so, so many problems in your life. There is something that has destroyed you to the point where God had to build you up. And guess what God says? You're, I'm going to use whatever that is, and this person needs to know about that. 
Your testimony is not for you. It's for the people you're going to testify of God to them for. Hallelujah. You are the miracle that somebody needs. Your, your testimony is what someone is counting on, saying, I don't know if God can get me through. <laughs> Let me tell you, if God could get me through my mess, he'll get you through your mess. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you that. Hallelujah. Let me share a little bit about my testimony, how I was raised in the church, how I was, I was raised and groomed and predestined. And little by little, I started seeking myself away in another path. But God came and saved me. Hallelujah. And it was for, if it wasn't for the mercy of God, I would not be here today. You are somebody's answered prayer. You understand that? You're the answer to somebody's prayer. I guarantee you somebody prayed for Jubilee. Somebody said, God, if there was only a church where they were a little bit, you know, that they love God and they just, you know, they just poured their heart out to God and, and, and I, I could feel like I'm at home and I haven't been able to find that anywhere, God. I don't even know if these churches exist anymore. And guess what God says? Today I'm going to do a new thing. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring up a church, Church of Jubilee. We're not the only ones in the body of Christ that think like this. But I want you to know that I take, I take a significant amount of honor and, and pride in Christ, not in me, in Christ for what he's done. A predestined calling. You with me? But let me tell you, let's talk about struggles. Can I, can I get real with you for a while? I want you to hear this. Pain is always the process of, of prophetic release. Listen to what I'm saying. The, more, the pain that you have at that moment is a sign if you can overcome it. There's a prophetic release that is right above that says, God says, if he can just get through this moment, I have this prophetic word for him. It's going to fall on him and he's going to move forward in his life even stronger than he was before. Pain is always the process of prophetic release. The more pain you suffer, the more the special anointing and the calling is for you. Hallelujah. Have you asked yourself this question? I dare you to go to somebody who was an evangelist who does healings and wonders. And God uses him tremendously and ask him and say, tell me about your life. I guarantee you somewhere down the line, they lost a sister. They lost a brother. They, they, they went through a time when they lost somebody they really loved. Or, or they, were, they were raised in a, in a single home where, where they only had a mom or a dad. Because why? Because they suffered the most. God doesn't leave you hanging. The more you suffer, the more he says, I'll get you through it. Don't worry. I promised you I would never leave you nor forsake you. I know you're struggling, but I'm going to bring you out. And when I bring you out, it's going to be even greater. It's going to be like Job. You're going to lose all your family there for a while, all your friends and everything. And you're only going to have me. But after the process, after the release has come upon you, you're going to do great things in my name. But some of us have been through the worst times in our lives, hallelujah. We have been cold, but yet we've gone through some heavy stuff. We have been, you know, we've turned our back on God probably about a million times, and yet God still loves us. Isn't that so mind-boggling for you? you? We mess up every day, and God says, I still love you. You're like, what? How can you love me so much when I'm such a mess up? Do you know why? Because he called you already. He predestined you. There is nothing that catches him by surprise. You see, because the real deal is that sometimes God has to squeeze the miraculous out of you, hallelujah, to get to the miracle. 
Do you understand that? He has to do something miraculous in your life, whether that's bring you to your knees and you're there and you're like, I have nothing else. It is at that moment that your miracle starts to be birthed. Hallelujah. And that special calling, that special anointing that you carry that has already been written about you, it, it is that special anointing that begins to be activated. But it's through the prophetic pain. It's through that pain that you went through. It's through that struggle you went through. Hallelujah. You have to know that what's inside of you, someone else is going through. Hallelujah. You're not the only one. The devil is a liar. He hasn't changed. He has no new tactics. He uses the same tactics that he used against King Solomon, King David, Abraham, Adam, Eve. He uses the same old tactics. You know how we expose him? It's right in here. This is how we expose him. He just tells you all about the way he works. It's time that we begin to stop being selfish and remaining in our self-pity and, and we're so worried about ourselves and, and how we're not making and how we're not perfect and how we can't do it. And, and, and meanwhile, there's someone else that says, I, can you just, I just want to know if there is a God out there. And here we are, and we know who God is, and we're all defeating ourselves. We're all beating ourselves down. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I can't go preach, God. Oh, I can't do this, God. I don't know if I can make it, God. I don't even sing. And when I sing, they make fun of me. And I can't play instruments. I don't know. I just can't do it, God. Maybe that's not your calling. But there is something that is. And it's everybody's calling. And that's to take whatever God has done in your life and go to somebody and say, bro, I, I see where you're at right now. And I want to share something with you. Would you give me some time? I'll share it with you. Amen? It's time to stop paying attention to what the devil's been telling you. I'm, and I'm preaching to the church, but I'm preaching to the body of Christ as well. And those who don't know God, you see, the devil's a liar. And he'll throw things at you to discourage you. He'll make you think that you're worthless. He'll make you think that, oh, where is God in this situation? And if you had a God, why isn't he here? And why hasn't he been protecting you? And why did this happen to you? Look, God is God and God alone. Amen? And let me just share something with you. That as long as you keep going to God, he promises that he will never leave you nor forsake you. You may go through some struggles you won't understand them you may go through some trials you may not understand them but I'll tell you one thing at the end of it all God says just come right back to me and I will fill you up again but pastor I'm too I'm too young I'm too old I'm not worthy enough I'm too shy, Pastor. I can't imagine standing up there before the church and speaking. God will tell you what to speak, when to speak. Amen. If you search God for your calling and you say, God, what is my calling? He, you, you will start realizing that it's not us that stands up here and the courage that we have. It's the spirit of God that moves in us. Hallelujah. Amen. What you saw today with the singers and the way the Lord just started moving, it took some wall breakers to break out of their walls and say, today's going to be different today. This Sunday will be different. Hallelujah. It won't be the same Sunday that has been the prior Sunday, the prior Sunday. Today, I'm going to do something different. If I walked with my left foot starting first, today I'm going to walk with my right foot starting first. Hallelujah. If I didn't lift my hands before, today I'm going to lift my hands. Hallelujah. Because I want every single moment that I stand before the presence of God to be a unique experience to be different hallelujah your anointing is greater you were predestined you have been called and you are the miracle you're the predestined miracle 
So whose miracle are you inside? You are God's gift to somebody. Hallelujah. Think about that for a moment. You're a gift to somebody. Somebody needs to know what God has done in your life. Somebody needs to know that you and I aren't perfect, but we serve a perfect God. And that perfect God says, I know you're going to fail. But if you come back with your heart totally changed saying, God, I don't want to live like that. I will do something new in you. You don't have to be qualified to, to do the thing of God, to, 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 to fulfill the will of God. You don't have to be qualified. Matthew was a government employee. Worked for the government back in the days. He became an apostle. Amen? Gideon was a common laborer. A common laborer. Just every day. A farmer if you want to think of it like that. And God put him in a place of a valiant leader. Jacob was a deceiver. Fought for his blessing. I lied most of the time. But he became a father of a mighty nation. Deborah was just a housewife. housewife and she became a judge. A housewife to a judge. Moses was a stutterer, amen? <laughs> but he became the mighty deliverer that God used for Israel. Jeremiah was a child, but he became a fearless spokesperson for the Lord. Hallelujah. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, but he became a gospel defender. He became a defender of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And ultimately, David was a shepherd boy and became the king of a nation that would rule. Hallelujah. Don't sit there and tell me that you're not qualified for what God has because God doesn't need your qualification. He will qualify you at the appropriate time. Hallelujah. So what God wants you to know today is he's calling you out of your cave to step out of your box to say, God, I'm ready to do something for God I'm ready to step into my anointing I'm ready to step into that predestined calling because I know it's there God from before I could even think of who I was you already knew who I was isn't that so powerful God has given you everything you need hallelujah so don't tell me that God can't use you. If you're sitting in those pews and, and you consider yourself an average everyday Christian, then that's your loss. Because there is a blessing. And all you got to do is pick up your axe, pick up your Bible, and start walking to the woods. That's it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Give God a round of applause. I'm going to speak to you from a different perspective right now. And I'm coming to an end very soon. I'm going to speak to you from now from a human perspective. A human point. Because we've all been there. We all have failures. Can you imagine being Peter. And, and, and you've walked with Peter for some time. He spoke to you. You feel the love. I mean this is God. Like Jesus Christ manifested. God manifested in the flesh. And he's there with him. And you, I mean, I just can't imagine seeing Jesus face to face. I don't know. I mean, I like to think that I'd just be before his feet, just like kissing his feet and hugging his legs and like, please don't go anywhere. Please don't go anywhere. You know, that's just me maybe. But I want you to, can you imagine being Peter and, and telling God, I will never deny you, God. I'll never do that. I mean, you could, they, they probably consider him God's right-hand man. You know, he was very known for being impulsive, always around Jesus. But can you imagine he's telling God, I'll never fail you, God. I promise you, God, I'm a good friend like that. I'll never fail you. I love you too much. 
And in the moment of adversity, he denies Jesus. Denies Jesus. You want to talk about feeling failure? I can't imagine, sister, what, what Peter felt. I can't imagine what he felt that day. I can't imagine how much just destroyed he felt. Like, I just denied the only thing that I believed in. And he walked with me. And he talked with me. And he probably, you know, hugged me and said, Peter, I, I love you. You know, <laughs> I mean, my gosh, that's just so powerful. The failures that you have, though, God has already accounted for. He knows already what you're going to do in advance. You can't fool God. You'll never be able to be smarter than him. We can't even get to a percentage of 1% to even think like God thinks. But he knows you. This is why I tell you when you come to pray and you come to the altar, I, I tell you just be real with God. Just bring whatever you have. You know, if you messed up during the week on something, come bring it to God. And make a commitment to God saying, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I got to change my ways, God. I got to change. Something got to change in me, God, because that's the way it works. I don't want to be taking advantage of grace, God, and mercy. He knows your addictions. He knows your lust. He knows your temper issues. He, he, he knows what you struggle with. He knows that, you know, that he knows that sometimes you feel like you want to backslide in those ways that, that took you away from him in the first place. Hallelujah. And you're going through this trial right now because God is going to use that testimony for something greater than you even you can imagine. Hallelujah. Because at the end of the day, he didn't look to Peter and say, I can't stand you. He said, I, I still forgive you. I'm going to go die on a cross from you. Watch. That's how much I love you. I'm going to go and die on a cross for you so that you don't live in that guilt that you put upon yourself and the enemy placed upon you. You got to stop worrying about your failures. You got to commit to making the right decisions in your life. Make the right decisions. Do things that honor God. Don't do things that honor you. Ask God, will you receive glory from this God? Is this something that I want to leave to my children if you have kids? Or to my brother and sister if you have brothers and sisters? Or, or, or you know, if you, uh, uh, just ask yourself that. You got to be real with God. Amen? Because God will use those failures and he'll make them miracles for someone else. Why do you think we're so encouraged with miracles when we hear miracles? Because God had to do it first in someone else. And then became a blessing for us. And then when you go pray for somebody, I've seen it done, God. I know you can do this. And you believe and God does it. A predestined calling, that's who you are. But God can only take you as high as you are willing to go down to the low points. What I mean by that is if you take yourself up on that mountain with pride, you're going to fall. You have to stay humble to God. You have to seek God and know that it is God, period, that does everything in you. Hallelujah. The deeper the valley, the higher the mountaintop. Think about that for a moment. Those of you who know the Guadalupe mountain peak over there, right? Or, or you know some mountain ranges. The deeper the valley goes down as low as it can, the higher the mountaintop. Right? That's why it has that big old valley. If not, it would just be like a plateau. The harder the trial, the higher the blessing. Hallelujah, Jesus. Elijah was an ordinary man, but he became the prophet. <laughs> A crazy prophet of that. When you read about the things that he did in the Bible, you're like, what? 
He was a crazy man of God. Joshua was an assistant, and he became a mighty conqueror. Peter was a businessman, and God was telling him that upon the rock, his belief, upon Peter's faith and belief, he was going to build his church on. John the Baptist was a crazy man of the desert that probably we would probably want to kick out of our churches because of the way he dressed and looked. But he became the forerunner, the one that went before Jesus and said, there is somebody that comes right behind me that is even greater than I have ever been. <laughs> Paul was a persecutor and he became an apostle. So do you think you have a calling? You must understand that you know you have a calling. Hallelujah. You have something in you that God needs. I've said it all today. And I want you to think about that. Hallelujah. Because if it's anything God wants to do, is use your life as a testimony. He wants to use what's inside of you. That brokenness, he wants to use you. God needs the miracle that's already in you. Hallelujah, Jesus. But stop focusing on what, what you have been lied to. Hallelujah. Instead of sitting in there and continuing to be fed, arise, church. Let us stand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You got to stop focusing on your past. You gotta let go of your past. You have to let go of what's hurt you, hallelujah. And you gotta surrender it to God. Because that's the way it works. You have to surrender to God before God can do the miracle in you, hallelujah. You gotta say, I have been called today. I am a miracle, hallelujah. I was predestined, and I stand here today, God, because I am a miracle for you. And whatever it is in my life that you got to take out and use to bring someone else to God, use it. Hallelujah, use it. Everything you need, God has already gifted you. It's your calling. The question is, will you answer the miracle call? Will you answer your calling, hallelujah, and be somebody's miracle? Hallelujah, let's just lift up the name of Jesus right now. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Jesus. God, we love you, God. We love you, God. Lord, I haven't been perfect, God. God, I failed you. I questioned you. For some of us, I've even got mad at you, God. I've even yelled at you. I've probably cursed you at one point in time, God. But you know what? Today, I, I ask for forgiveness, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I need you, God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. If you need the prayer, come forward. Come to the altar. If you seek the Lord and you want to be prayed for, come to the altar. The altar is open.